This is the official Canberra Region Rugby League Podcast. He's going to go 100 metres and put him down under the post. What a day he's having now. Welcome to another edition of the Rubber the Green, the show that gives you everything about the Canberra Region Rugby League. I'm James Sully Sullivan. With me once again, Rosie Harrison. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Sully. How are you going? Really good. Yeah, yeah. Cannot complain. I'm really looking forward to today's show. We have got guests everywhere. We... Not got one, we've not got two, we've not got three, we've got four! We do have four guests today, it's going to be a big show, but um, yeah, really excited to chat to our guests. So I, I'm, I'll tell you what, straight off the bat, I'm really looking forward to talking to the boss. Yes. We've Your got, boss. Yes, my boss, um, Mark Vagano, CWRL General Manager. Um, he's going to come on the show to talk about the new Tough Love in League policy and what that means for clubs and, um, yeah, what it is. Yeah, well, and I think it's brilliant Mark's coming on to explain because it, it's just come out. Obviously, and there was one done in 2020, and I want to talk to Mark about that as well. But the changes in 2021, I'll tell you what, Rosie, there's some real tough, and not just on the players, but on their teams. Yeah, but it's, I think it's necessary to sort of stamp out the sort of negative behaviour around our game. So, yeah, Mark will come on and chat about that, and I'm really excited to talk to him. Um, we've also got Gungarland Bulls League Tag Captain Maddie Orr. Um, this weekend is the Gungarland Bulls Ladies' Day, so we're going to chat to her a bit about that. And then this week's live stream match of the round is um, the Belconnen United Sharks and Yas Magpies. So we've got Harrison Ledbitter and Cam Hardy to talk about that. Out at Walker Park, yes, that one. Yep, out at Walker Park. It's yeah. going to be pretty cold, but <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah, we went out there early in the year. It was a good game of footy. Yeah, I really like I like Walker Park. I think it's a good atmosphere, a good little ground, and um, yeah, excited for that game. Well, we were one of the lucky ones last weekend. We Well, obviously, some places couldn't play any footy, but we got some footy in, and there's some good football. Yeah, yeah. No, all of our games went ahead, um, and it was great to see... Um, yeah, all the games, Canberra, New South Wales, all games going ahead. So, yeah, some big results. Uh, we'll go through the first grade, uh, Canberra Raiders Cup, Bloomers Lawyers, Canberra Raiders Cup first. So, um, Queenbian Roos, 20, defeated the Bush Rangers, 16. Mm. That was the uh, match of the round last weekend. You were out there. It looked like a game that the Roos had in control the whole game. And obviously, 20 to 16, um, Tuggeranong scored a late try, but it just... Looked like the Roos had control of the game? They did, yeah. Uh, they had a great first half. They're just really solid and, you know, they complete their sets and they have great set plays and um, great defence. So, yeah, they had a great first half. They led 16-6 at the break. Um, the Bush Rangers, to their credit, like, they did really well to come back in that second half. Patrick Birch, their second row, um, scored a double to make it a six-point game. But, yeah, the Roos proved too good. It's funny you mentioned first half because we spoke about that last week, about... Uh, you know, teams really need to make that first 40 minutes their most important. And there was a couple of games, well, a lot of the games, which we saw teams that went on to win the game led at half time. Yeah, definitely. The first half's definitely important. Sets the scene early and, um, yeah, it's um, really important. The thing at, um, at Queanbeyan, it was, um, the geez, the oval was muddy mm. and wet mm. <laughs> and it was cold, but both teams um, played some really great footy. Um, but, yeah, speaking of... Starting well, the Gungarland Bulls, um, 46, defeated the Woden Valley Rams, 18. The Bulls led 24-0 after 18 18. Mm. It was a great start by them. And, yeah, they um, the Woden played well in the second half, I thought, but um, the Bulls, just that early lead was too much. Yeah, it was too much. Um, I was at that game uh, with our friend David Tom. So uh, we, we went out and had a look at that game. And I, I tell you what I saw, Rosie, and I haven't seen this 
for years in any sort of football. I saw two blokes had a red-hot crack at each other, and I mean legally, and I'm talking about Brad Pryor from the Woden Valley Rams and Josh Allen from the Gungarland Bulls. It was worth <laughs> the, the admission money. It was just too um, – and unfortunately, obviously, Brad's just come back yeah. uh, to the Rams um, after a good six weeks up in Queensland. I had a good chat to him and it was just a lack of no work up there. Uh, his partner's about to have a, a child and it just got too hard money-wise. So he's, he's back. That's the, the reason Rams will be happy he's back. <laughs> oh, he made a ma- – and, and, well, he didn't come on until that 24 points had been scored. Oh, really? And that might be – but what we saw – and Josh Allen came off the bench as well. And I tell you what, whenever Brad got the ball, Allen had him. And when Allen got the ball, Brad was all over him. And I, it was just old-fashioned, two blokes just – you got it, I'm going to get you. And cleaners, you know, it was yeah. it was so good to watch. That's what you want to see, though, from your two front oh. rowers. Like, you just want to see them make it a bit personal and, like, go after each other, but well, legally, of course. Oh, <laughs> no, it was – and young Joshy Allen's my first time I've seen him and he had the 11 on, but they had a red-hot crack. It was funny talking to Brad later. He goes, oh, I think Joshy might have just got the points over me. And I said, I don't know, I enjoyed it. But, yeah, that was just a highlight of my weekend. Yeah, no, that's awesome to see. And, yeah, the Bulls did um, really well to, to get that win. They're at mm. right first um, on the ladder still. Uh, West Balcon and Warriors, uh, 18, defeated Goulburn City Bulldogs, 10. Another great first half mm. by the Warriors, 14-0 at the break. Um, one of the tries of the season um, in second half. Riley Thomas finished that off. It um, went end-to-end. Um, Goulburn scored two late tries uh, to make it 18-10, but... West Balconnen just too good in the end. Yeah, so as you say, 14 nil at half time. It just gives you a little bit of momentum and and the other side are chasing. Yeah, definitely. So the win sees West Balconnen um, stay in third place on the ladder mm. and Goulburn are down to fifth. So the top four race is definitely heating up. There. It certainly is. It certainly is. Right. And then um, last game, <laughs> Queenview and Blues. We had one more. Queenview and Blues thirty <laughs> defeated Belcon United Sharks twenty four. That was a tight one. Twelve all at half time. Um, John Papali'i from the Sharks scored eighteen twelve to the Sharks, but the Blues then scored three straight tries and went on to get the job done. So, but good to see the Sharks, um, you know, toe to toe with one of the top sides in the Blues. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And are the results around the around the, the grounds? Yeah, we'll quickly go through. Um, Bloomers Lawyers Reserve Grade Rams thirty two defeated the Bulls twenty. Um, West Balconnell Warriors 30 defeated Bulldogs, Golden City Bulldogs 8. Queenbean Roos 34 defeated Togadong Bush Rangers 8. And Queenbean Blues 42 defeated the Sharks 12. In the Ladies League tag, our Canberra Raiders Cup Ladies League tag wins to the Gungarland Bulls, West Balconnell Warriors, Togadong Bush Rangers, and Balconnell United Sharks. In the Spec Savers Katrina Fanning Shield, Yas Magpies defeated Boominella 46 0. And the Golden City Bulldogs 36 defeated UC 0. And in the George Took Shield, uh, league tag wins to Crookwall, North Canberra, Bungendore, Boorawa and Harden. And in the men's, wins to Crookwall, Bungendore, Boorawa, North Canberra and Harden. Harden, that was the big one. They Harden. beat Cootamundra. They reckon, I tell you what, there was a big crowd. I spoke to a bloke who played for Harden on Sunday um, and I didn't realise he was playing. And I went and had a look at a job at his house and... I said, you're looking a bit ginger there, boy. And he goes, oh, I played footy. I said, who'd you play for? And he goes, hard. And I said, oh, geez, you took on the high-flying Cootamundra Bulldogs. He said, they're not high-flying anymore. 
Um, I know. So it they was know. a real good, tough game of footy. Yeah, well, it was um, at Cootamundra's home ground. 100%. Yeah, so Cootamundra they hadn't lost a game, Cootamundra. And then, um, yeah, Harden just came out in league tag and the men's. They did. Um, defeated them. So, yeah, it's exciting to see. Yeah, that's opened up that competition. It has, certainly has. Well, Rosie, we might head to a break, and after the break, we'll have our first guest, the CRRL General Manager, Mark Vergano. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rub of the Green, and Rosie, it's now time to talk to our first guest. And I'm talking about the Canberra Region Rugby League General Manager, Mark Vergano. G'day, Mark. Good afternoon. How is everyone? Good, thanks, Mark. Very, very well. Well, now, Mark, the reason we have got you on is obviously not to just talk. Footy, but we've had some big things change. The New South Wales Rugby League, uh, tough love in league policy over the last few weeks, and, and it is massive. And Because the way I always thought that the tough love's been in, in what's the word, uh, phase for the last couple of years, but it was always juniors, basically, and finished at under-16s. But now what we've seen is it extended into all oh, the rest of footy, senior footy, all football. Yeah, yeah, am I right in saying that? That's correct, yeah. No, that's a, it's a fundamental change uh, with that. And it's uh, moved away just from being a, a, a player on field um, environment uh, as a policy right through to uh, players, teams, uh, team officials, coaches, managers, trainers, spectators. So it's really it's a total behavioural uh, change, and but it's taking on everybody and bringing everybody into the... Uh, into the realm, unfortunately, where some of the behaviour hasn't been um, terrific. Uh, and so we've um, adopted the, the new tough love in league policy from the New South Wales Rugby League. And uh, uh, all the clubs have been uh, advised of that. Yep. Canberra Region Rugby League Committee has endorsed it. And uh, we're sort of doing, going through the communication process, of which this is one of them at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just so people who are listening can understand, and, and what I'm talking about is... You got a punching one, which is if it's one punch, you're off. That that's the way it is, that's anyway. Still well, sin bin yep. scenario. But if it's a heavy punch and the referee thinks bang, it's your first offence, you're getting two matches. If you do it again, and obviously twice in a season, because these referees know who you are, you're gone for twelve months, yeah. and that that's just punching. And then you've got the ref abuse. Well, players leaving the bench and entering the field of play. Well, you just. Yeah, there's words for that. But that's six-match suspension and three competition points. That's the big one for me, Mark. It's not just the individual anymore. It's the ind- individual's actions which are affecting his side. Uh, yeah, and that's the unfor- in some many ways, I could say that's the unfortunate part about what this is. And that's, mm. in a sense, we're fully supportive of it and it's got to this stage. Now, if that can be acted as a deterrence, which is what we want, we want deterrence. We don't want people going there. We don't want people pushing the envelope of ref abuse because nobody's winning out of that and we're losing referees across the board, yep. across rugby league, not just in Canberra, across the board by the number and we know the ramifications of that. Um, people entering the field, thankfully, we don't, we've only had that once, I think, in my time in six years where it was you know, ridiculous by uh, the, the, the players involved. Um, the team offences, again, as well, and the team officials... The competition points, unfortunately, now is a collective punishment. So we prefer that this is going out. People are being educated on what the penalties will be. You behave. You don't have a problem. How how's it um, going to be administered? Like the policy in terms of you know the punishments and stuff. Does it go through the judiciary as well? Correct. There's no, in many ways nothing changes. So 
uh, referee sends off a, uh, a player. It'll just go through the normal function of the charge sheet. Then uh, the player has the, the choice of either accepting that or challenging it. Challenges, it goes to the judiciary, and then they make their determination from that. This is now a guideline to the other types of charges that they've got via the, the points um, mm. index uh, and via uh, the um, NRL code of conduct. So this is actually an add-on to that, to what we've already got. In Canberra, we're very lucky. We have a totally independent judiciary and a totally independent appeals panel. So it's not the league making these decisions. We, we collide it, we put it together... And then if it has to be heard, it's heard by a totally independent panel. And I think the big thing with these new rules and people have got to understand, it's not it's um it's basically based on punching, player referee abuse, and then the team offences. So as you say, if you're sent off for a high tackle, that's totally different. That goes back to what you were just saying. You go to the judiciary, you might get a point system, you might miss a game. Um, but these ones are really concentrating on the punching, which is fighting, of course. And the referee abuse. And I think it's just so important to, you know, it's all about creating a positive environment, not just for the players, but for the referees. Like like Mark mentioned um, just before, we've had some referees that have, you know, pulled out and, you know, don't want to cop cop abuse and stuff anymore. And they shouldn't have to. Like it's a, you know, it's a community football. Like they shouldn't have to cop it. So it's just important that this has come through and it's really supporting the referees. Oh, very much so. And that's, you know, our, our support is unequivocal from the league for our referees. Like everybody else, they'll be the first to put their hand up, they make mistakes, and so on. But the thing there is the reaction of the people to a match. If this stops a coach from, you know, sort of being obnoxious on the sideline and getting themselves reported, it's done its job. Because the coach is not only the example and the exemplar to his team or her, her team, it also sets the tone for the parents and sets the tone for the reaction just using the coach as an example. Supporters, you go to support your child. You go to support your team. You do not go to abuse other people who are doing the same thing as you are. They're do- going through their Saturday or Sunday recreation and, hey, they're refereeing your game, so your child or your young adult is getting a game of football. So if we can deter people, that is our aim. Mm. No, I agree with that. And I think the one big thing, it'll now make clubs realise that whoever is the ground manager is there to do a job. You're not wearing a vest just walking around looking pretty because that's the one big thing that does my head in. You've got ground managers who just think it's, oh, yeah, we'll just have a little walk around. They've got to control these issues. As you mentioned about a, a coach who's got a loud mouth, that not, that's just not the referees and the touch judges' job to watch that. He's got to, they've got to watch a game of footy. It's actually your ground manager to keep an eye on that. That's it, but even with the ground manager, the ground manager should be just a person that's there yep. doing their job. In the end, what we're speaking about here is really simply respect. Mm. Respect of the referee and the players on the field, respect by the supporters, because this encompasses supporters. And we don't need sort of negative barracking, we don't need negative abuse. And as part of a cohort, if it gives somebody a nudge now to say... Your actions, your appalling actions, if this is the case, will cost your team three competition points and you miss a finals, well, maybe it might just give you a pause to think before we make that comment that people often feel 
very entitled to make. Yeah. It certainly opened my eyes up, I tell you what, that's one thing. And, and as you say, it's, it, it puts the onus back on the player. You know, if you want to have a firecracker moment, don't, because it's going to cost your teammates. That's, that's it, because so often, um, abuse ref, low, medium, high. When does it happen? Often, the player's being sin-binned and then has to have a last crack. Mm-hmm. The, the, the number that have come across my desk where I've sin-binned the player in the report, then they turned around, they had to say something, and the referee says, fine, off you go. Well, now, if you do that... Think about the three competition points or the two competition points that you may lose because of those actions. I never understand players doing that, Mark, because they're coming back on the field. Yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. don't want to upset the bloke with a whistle when you're coming back on the field. Yeah. I can just say from experience, and I've been writing these up now for six years, a number of times. I seen been the player, they turned around, they had another one. On your way, Charlie. Mark, before we let you go, everything else going well? It um, looks pretty good to me. Oh, look, the competition uh, in the uh, in the seniors. Uh, look, the Canberra's Cup, very competitive. George Took, the same. Katrina Fanning-Shield, um, obviously uh, going really well. And then hopefully, uh, as we're, we're working towards maybe a um, NRLW licence, mm. um, that's a lot of excitement there. And then the, the juniors, uh, record number of juniors playing the game for us this year coming off an increase last year in the pandemic year, which was great, and then another, I think, 16%, I think, Rosie, we're up at the moment, uh, across the board. So, look, really exciting times. Terrific work, again, by our clubs, our volunteers out there, who every Saturday or Sunday get these games on, put them on. The Tough Love and League is not against the volunteer and certainly wants to support the volunteer that's out there who do a great job in keeping these clubs running. So all power to all of you that do that. Everyone else, support those people that are in the, in the field for you, literally. Um, and so in that sense, we're really pleased with where we're at. Mark, thank you for your time. Let's roll into the finals. Not long to, Well, we've got a few more weeks of competition footy, then we can roll into the finals and we can all relax. Thanks Look, for your time, mate. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green. And now, Rosie, it's time to head out to the Gungarland Bulls. And we're going to talk to their league tag captain, Matty Orr, because I tell you what, they've got a massive, massive day out there this Saturday. Hello, Matty. Hi, how are you going? Really well. How are you? Great, thank you. And as I said, you've got a big day. Let's tell us all about it. Nothing better than Ladies' Day. They, the girls get out there, all the girls that do so much at your footy club, and they, they relax. Yeah, it is a really great day for all of us. Um, we get out there, play, and then we really just get to come back, relax, um, enjoy um, some food and drink, and we're raising money for breast cancer at the same time. So it's just a win-win for us. Yeah, that's what I saw. I was just about to mention that. You're obviously raising money for Bosom Buddies, which is, uh, yep. obvi- as, as you said, part of the, the breast cancer Raising money is charity, basically. So what else is curtailed? As you said, you've got to play first and, the, and then you can get all doled up and relax. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there's raffles as well um, going out throughout the day, which is really exciting as well. Awesome. And then you also, obviously, are playing this weekend against the Togganong Bush Rangers. Um, you've, the team's been going really well to start the season. What's been the most pleasing thing so far this season for you? Um, yeah, we've played really well this season. I think the best thing is that we've progressively gone better each game and we're only going up throughout the season, which is really good to see. We haven't 
um, really dipped or anything in our game. So it's been really good that we're getting better as we go. Were there many new players coming on board this year or a lot of the um, old, you know, current players um, moving into this season? Um, we actually had, I think, about seven new players this year, which is a lot, but um, we also had a really good foundation of girls from the last couple of years. So we've um, come together really well, which is great to see. Yeah, and obviously you play the Tuggenong Bush Rangers um, on Ladies' Day this weekend. What are you expecting from those girls? Yeah, they're a great team. I think they are a little bit unpredictable. Last time we versed them, we did really well in the second, in the first half, sorry, and then the second half they came back a lot better and looked stronger. So um, we can't really be sure what to expect. I think they've got a lot up their sleeve, so it depends what they bring on the day. Yeah, absolutely. And and back to the the obviously the ladies' day after you girls play. Is it just a case of turning up, Maddie, or or do you have to let people know how many's coming, or is it obviously you're raising money and you'll be raising money in the way of raffles and lucky door prizes? Um, is it just yeah, come in and then enjoy the day? Yeah, pretty much. Um, there is a entry fee for um, visitors to the grounds. Yep. Um, but once you're in, it's really for all women, especially our. Mums and aunts and sisters and all that, we're really inviting everyone to come and join Ladies' Day and to really get around it and support it. So it's open for everyone. Um, and also the men are playing afterwards, so there'll be footy on throughout the day as well. I see you got a pretty cool jumper to play in too on Saturday. Yeah, they're really nice. Um, unfortunately, due to the lockdown, though, we can't get them because they're coming from Sydney. Oh, dear. I'm which is, yeah, really unfortunate, really unlucky, but... That's just how it is. Oh, but, well. yeah, they would they would have looked great, but, yeah. Yeah, and, Rosie, as it says on their Facebook page, now if people aren't sure what's going on, go to the Gungarland Bulls Facebook page and it says, Gungarland Bulls would like to invite all our amazing and special mums, partners, sisters and friends who show support to our club, players, coaching and support staff. So you get a gla- glass of bubbly on arrival. Can we change matches, Rosie? Or yeah. we, can, we, we, can, we can go and call this one. <laughs> You've you got a delicious grazing table, raffles, lucky door prizes, and as we said, raising money for um, the charity of the day, Bosom Buddies. Yeah, it's just a wonderful initiative by the club. And, yeah, hopefully you'll get a great turnout. And it's just great to um, support all the women um, in the club and in our community. It certainly is. certainly is. Well, Maddie, thank you for your time. Firstly, good luck in your game, and then hopefully you have a cracking day raising money for a great cause. Thanks, guys. Rosie, talking about um, Ladies' Days, I, I believe the, the Wayne Valley Rams are having one on the 24th of July, and that's um, that's against West Bell Connor, but they play. That starts at 12 p.m., and that's a, a $50 a ticket. Now, that's drinks and food all day. So oh, that'll, be, nice. that'll be interesting. But yeah, if you want to join that one, or well, not join, but um, get involved in that one, just go to trybooking.com and then slash BRMSC. So all go to the Wayne Valley um Facebook page. But, yeah, great, isn't it? Great initiative. We saw Tuggeranong have one earlier in the year and now the Gungarland Bulls and followed by the Waden Valley Rams. Yeah, a lot of the clubs um, have their own Ladies' Day and get involved in it. It's such a, such a good way to celebrate um, the women throughout the club and it's a great initiative. Everyone gets involved and everyone has a great time, so great to see. Absolutely. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green and Rosie. We're going to go out and chat to Harrison Ledbitter from the Belconnen United Sharks, a young fella that's in his first year in the Canberra Raiders Cup, and he's going to tell us how he's enjoying it. G'day, mate. 
Chris. How are you going? Really well, um, mate. Yeah, really, really well. I was just, as I said, um, how are you enjoying your first year? Obviously, a Condoblin junior ended up going to Forbes, and obviously would have went to Red Bend and UC Stars last year. And how are you going at Bell Connor? Mate, I'm loving it. I'm really loving my footy this year. Um, really enjoying play, playing a bit of first grade uh, with the clubs. Yeah, well, obviously you got a you got a bloke there, and obviously in Sean Fenson, that's a, a great asset as well that you can learn plenty off. Um, that must be a great experience as well. Yeah, mate, he's good to have around the old fella. Um, <laughs> uh, it's good to have him around in preseason. Um, followed him, followed him around a bit, and just trying to um, get everything out of him. He does know a thing or two about footy. Oh, so he does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does indeed And as you say I, I dare say the frustration Probably the last two weeks Has been pretty hard Like uh, you know, I, I, we call that game Obviously when you played Westies And you're well and truly in the game And just obviously last week The same scenario You, you were close but not good enough Yeah mate absolutely, absolutely. Um, We know we're good enough To win those games mm. We just need to, Just a bit of inexperience Just need to um, Sort of knuckle down and, and get the win We seem to find a way To lose sometimes But we're definitely uh, growing as a side, and it's pretty—it's exciting where we're going. Yeah, well, that's—that's that's, you've hit the nail on the head there. And obviously, as you say, you, you're led against the Blues after the break, eighteen twelve, and it is just those little one percenters that sometimes can not allow you to get the two points. Yeah, exactly, mate. Just um, as I said, a little bit of inexperience. We get a little bit rushed sometimes, but um, if we can just lay pressure, we know we can beat the big teams. Like. We're definitely good enough, but we just we just got to execute when we get there. You obviously travelled to Walker Park this weekend to take on the Yas Magpies. You defeated the Magpies last time round. Does that give you a bit of confidence heading into this game? Yeah, absolutely. Like that was a tough game, but the boys really really dug deep in the middle, and it will be another physical game. But um, our middle's always up for it, and we know if we show up on the day, we can beat anyone. So. Looking forward to it, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's an important game too, Rosie, isn't it? The, the, the Sharks sit on eight points, and, and this is where they need to just – they can get a bit, a bit of momentum, and, and as Harrison said, just those 1% of things improve on them. Yeah, well, the competition's so tight at the moment. Like, any team can win any game, and it must be fun and, like, exciting to be in that type of competition. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's good to know that any – like, you can rock up and anyone's beatable, like – the comps have been um, pretty up and down all year. We've seen clubs that have been beaten, um, then beat other sides that we could play. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting, definitely. Yeah, well, that's right. And as I said, your first season in the comp, you said you're loving it. Um, a different in standard of what, obviously, not. I won't include the UC Stars scenario, but from Condo and Forbes scenarios, what's the actual level of footy compared to that? Yeah, it's very different to um, junior league. Big difference in um, physicality, even just the speed. Mm. I think um, everyone wants to be out there a bit more. It means a bit more. You get the win for your club and, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Well, it's been an interesting year, Rosie, as well from, as we said, Harrison come out UC Stars. But there's a few boys that came with him and I talk about those Woolno boys. They've been great, Harrison. Oh, mate, they're great. Yeah, no, they have. And I thought... Campbell's my age. Oh, is Campbell's your age? Yeah, right. Okay. So that's the connection? Yeah, mate. Um, Yeah, Campbell's always good in the middle. You always know what you're going to get out of him. Very tough. Um, And Matty as well. He's really stepped up this year. He's he's not a 5'8", but he's he's put his hand up to have a track, which I think is pretty brave. Mm. Put himself out there, and he's he's done well for us, absolutely. Yeah, he's been doing a great job. Like, he played really well in that um, West Falconen game we were at. 
Oh, um, he was a couple of weeks ago. He was he was he was close to best on ground yeah, for me. I, I mean well. that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't even realize that he wasn't um, five eight, and he just like decided yeah. to be. That's amazing. He um we lost um young Pokes um that morning, so he put, oh, we lost um Campbell sorry, so mm. Matty pushed into nine, and we played with the one half, and he stepped up again there and just playing nine and let us around the park. Yeah, he but, did. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you did. Well, mate, as we said, Walker Park this week, you're taking on the Yas Magpies. They're a big side, so yep. I, I, and they are. They've got a couple of big forwards and a, a couple of big backs, yeah. <laughs> especially. So it's a game that you, you'll have to keep your wits about. Yeah, absolutely, mate. They've got a pretty physical pack, and mm. yeah, as you said, it'll be tough uh, going out the Yas, but I think if we, if we show up, we can, we can definitely roll them. Which... Well, I've had a look at the weather. The sun will be shining on our backs. That's, That's the best good. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it can get cold at Walker Park, definitely. Yeah. It's oh. not true. I think a fast track suits us. Our forwards can get a good roll on and yeah. play off the back of that, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm looking forward to calling it. Oh, we both are, actually. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're together out there on Saturday, Harrison. So thanks for your time, mate, and good luck. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green. Well, Rosie, it's now time to head out to the home side of the match of the day this week. And I talk about the Yas Magpies, and it's wonderful. Their coach, Cam Hardy's joined us. G'day, Cam. How are you? Yeah, really good, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, no, not going too bad, thanks. Yeah. Uh, a few more wins on the board would be nice, but... Uh... Yeah, we just got to get back into it, I guess. Yeah, it was coming off the bye last weekend, and as you say, it's been a, one of those frustrating sort of seasons. You've, you've had you've had a few narrow vic- uh, losses, haven't you? That, as you yeah, say, you look yeah. back and think, "Gee whiz, we could have won that." Yeah, we've uh, we seem to uh, do it to ourselves. Actually, we're probably our own worst enemy, and uh, errors and discipline cost us at crucial times, and. I'll probably take us back to West Belcon when we were up by eight and we had a sin binning and, uh, you know, West Belcon came back and drew, you know, and that was in the last, I think it was six six minutes. So uh, that sort of set a tone there for us a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, take nothing away from the rest of the teams that we've played. Uh, you know, they've stuck it to us and uh, they've come away with the points, which is good for them, not for me. You've um, just had the bye. Does that give you a bit of a chance to sort of uh, freshen things up and, and work on a few things that you need to work on? Yeah, we were quite lucky, actually. Um, no one ever likes two weeks in a row off, but we had the, the rep round and then we happened to have the bye. So we've effectively had, you know, three weeks off. And, yeah, it's um, a few injuries have sorted themselves out over that time and uh, we're ready to go. We've been working pretty hard the last fortnight. And, um, yeah, looking forward to this weekend at home. Yeah, well, as you say, and, and you've had to break. And, and, and it is nice to just, as you say, some big blokes just to freshen up a little bit. And your home crowd, which is always good, um, you're expecting a good day there Saturday? Yeah, we are. You know, the COVID restrictions are in, so I'll mention that. You know, our spectators are wearing masks and everybody coming through, checking in on the, the Q code for us and... Uh, making it nice and easy, um, and hopefully it's a, it's a real good day. You know, the, the mask for me might be, might be a good thing, and I'm sure the referees will appreciate me wearing one, actually. 
Oh well, at least you're honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yes, we hear definitely. we'll hear this muffled sound on the <laughs> sideline. Who's that? It's, we yeah, look down. Well, it's I'll Cam Hardy. Right you, so you'll hear me. <laughs> yeah. And um, your son Josh is um, assistant coach this year alongside you. What's it been like working with him this year? Yeah, no, it's been good working with Josh. Um, uh, you know, I guess same bloodlines. We we think alike. Uh, we've got another assistant coach as well, and Mick Crane. That's been around with us for a long time. He's been away with work, but um, you know, working with those two, and you know, it's always, you know, well, I suppose it's always a sort of a dream to work with your your eldest son. And uh, yeah, Josh is going really well. He's um, he switched on, and he knows what he's doing. Been around footy since he was a, a young fella, and uh, yeah, going really well, really well. I see you picked up young Logan Lewis there too, Cam. Is he is he playing this week? Is he sweet or is he injured? Yeah, unfortunately, Logan mm. broke his hand, or yes, a couple of bones in his hand against Ruse our last game. So, but he's he's been wonderful for us. Um, all the, the guys that the Raiders have sent back to us uh, have been really, really good, and you know, really added some impact for us. And uh, you know, we we think you know they play for the Raiders, but you know they're only eighteen, nineteen, and they're, they're young. Uh, young men, uh, but they've really added something for us, and um, yeah, we're really, really glad to have had them. Yeah, well, one of those boys that went out there a couple of years ago, you, you can't get rid of him, and I'm talking about the young halfback, obviously Josh Vittori. Um I've seen him a couple of times this year. He's been very, very important for you. Yeah, Josh has been really good. I chased and chased and chased him, actually. Um, mm. When I first went out to Yast, and he'd uh, done a hamstring, and he was with the uh, Jersey flag side, and um, you know, we ended up we ended up getting him as an allocation, and you know, Josh is a country boy, and um, yeah, he's uh, he's loving it. We're loving it with him out there, and you know, he's a really, really, really important part in our um, in our team. He's a, he's, a, he's a little general. He's a good Darlington Point Collie Emily boy. He's young Josh Vittori. <laughs> he is. He is. He's a great kid and comes from a great family. Yeah, and um, obviously this weekend's a big game in Belcon United Sharks. We're just one point ahead of you on the ladder. What are you expecting from the Sharks this weekend? Oh, every time we play the Sharks, we seem to, um, you know, battle it out. And I, I think last time wasn't uh, any difference. We had a send-off in that game and it was pretty uh, pretty equal up until about then. And uh, then they sort of got away with uh, a few late tries in the end. But yeah, Sharks, yeah, they've got a Really good forward pack. Uh, they go forward. They have good quick play of the balls, which gives them really good uh, momentum and leg speed at the ruck area. And, you know, we've just got to be on our game with it. And uh, they, they play off the back of that and they play well. You know, they're, um, you know, they're like a, a little assassin, the Sharks. They, uh, they, uh, they're very quiet in the background, but they, they come and they come with a bit of sting. Yeah, sounds like a shark. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaks up yeah. on you. Sneaks exactly. up on you. Exactly. Cam, you've seen plenty of footy in the Canberra region, yep. obviously out at Yass, and this Canberra Raiders Cup this year in 2021, it's a, it's a pretty good comp. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's very close. Mm. Um, I'll say that, you know, if you, you drop a few games like we have and you, you pick them up, you seem to, you know, we were discussing last night, you seem to be able to catch up, but... Mm. You know, it's not like um, it's not like in the years gone by. I think the fate's in your hands, and you know we've just got to come out at, at the turn of the round and um, 
play the football that we can play and we have played at times and just need to put it together. So, you know, no one in particular, just as a team, we have to go out there and uh, perform on the park in the second round and, you know, could we sneak in? Yes, we could, mm. uh, but definitely, definitely up to us. Yeah, well, it definitely starts this weekend for you, Yas Magpies, as they take on yeah. the Belconnen United Sharks. Cam, thanks for your time, mate. Most appreciated, and um, good My luck pleasure. on Saturday, and we'll see you out there. Yeah, thanks for having me. See you later, guys. Bye. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green. Well, Rosie, it's now time for that most important part of the afternoon. Morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are, <laughs> Rosie's wrap. But before we do that, I just want to say a big thank you to our guests, Rosie, of course, uh, the C-double-R-L General Manager, Mark Vigano from the Gungalan Bulls League Tag, the Captain, Mandy Orr, Matty Orr, sorry, my apologies, Harrison Ledbetter from the Belcon United Sharks and Cam Hardy from the Ass Magpies. Yeah, great to, thanks to all those guys for coming, guys and girls for coming on and um, really appreciate it great to hear from them. Absolutely, and it brings up a big, big weekend. What do we got? Yeah, we've got some good games again this weekend, like usual. So, um, starting off at Gungarland and Close Oval for Ladies' Day, uh, 12 p.m. Uh, Bulls and Bush Rangers in the league tag, One twenty reserve grade, and 3 p.m. Gungarland Bulls and Tuggeranong Bush Rangers. <sighs> Massive game for the Bush Rangers. It is a big game. Yeah. I thought the Bulls were a little bit rusty the other day. Uh, obviously, they got out of the blocks very, very quickly, so... No doubt their coach will be focusing on that. But um, I do like their bench as well, Rosie. When they, when they take a few blokes on, they bring blokes back on – off, sorry. They bring them onto the field. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go to the Bulls today. Yeah. Um, Seaford Oval, uh, back at Seaford Oval this week, 10.30am uh, uh, kicks off under-19s, Queenbean Blues and Crookwell. 12pm, Blues and West Belcon and League Tag, One twenty Reserve Grade and 3pm, Queenbean Blues and West Belcon and Warriors. How good is this game going to be? Yeah, battle to second and third. Second v three. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a good one. I think um, I mean both teams like the West Belcon and Warriors. I think they've won like three or four in a row now, um, and Queenbean Blues are also um, winning them easily. So yeah, it should be a big game. Yeah, I'm going to go Golden Point. No, you don't have it. No. I'm going to go the Blues at. Uh, I'll go the Blues at home, but I tell you what, West Belcon they keep just turning up week in week out. Yeah, I think this will be a very, very tight game. Uh, obviously, Walker Park, where the match is around, this is this week. So 10.30am, uh, Yas and Gungahlin Bulls under-19s. Katrina Fanning Shield, Magpi- Yas Magpies and Togganong Bush Rangers. One twenty reserve grade between Yas and the Sharks. And 3pm, match of the round, Yas Magpies and Belcon United Sharks. I'll go... Oh. It's a tight y- one. Yeah, it is a tight one. Yeah. Sharks have been close. Hmm. I might go yes at home. They yeah. need to. They need to win. And I think, like we Cam mentioned um, earlier in the show, they've had two or three weeks off now, so time to freshen up, work on some things, and tighten things up. And yeah, it's going to be another tight one, I think. But yeah, keen to see that match. Um, and then Workers Arena Goulburn Saturday this week uh, out there, ten a.m. Uh, we've got uh, sorry, nine forty um, a.m. is the. Goulburn and Hardenborough were under-19s. Um, 11 is the Goulburn um, and Harden Warhawks KFS match. Uh, 12-10 is the Goulburn and Woden Ladies League tag. One twenty is Goulburn and Woden Reserve Grade. And 3pm, Goulburn City Bulldogs and Woden Valley Rams. Yeah, well, big day. 
Massive day. It is a massive day. Five games. Be nice and chilly there at nine forty in the morning on a Sunday. It oh, will. Saturday it is. Sorry, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, yes. Saturday. I go Galvin in, in the first grade. Yeah. I think. Um, but the, the Rams. I, I tell you what, they get a few players back, and as I said, Brad Pry's back, and they won't be far away. But this is a massive game as far as the season is concerned for this Goulburn side. They they just need to keep on winning to stick with that top four, don't they? They do. They're coming fifth at the moment. But, yeah, they need to stick, um, keep winning those games to get um, into the top four. Um, and then Katrina Fanning Shield, um, the other game is the Boominella um, Raiders and Queen Bee and Blues, 12.45pm at Boominella Oval. Um, George Talk Shield matches this weekend at Raiders Balconnen, Boominella Oval, Katrina, uh, Kayleen Enclosed, Kunamundra and McLean Oval in Harden. Absolutely. Well, Rosie, that wraps it all up. And I tell you what, the next time you'll hear our voices on Saturday, you're joining me in the commentary box. I am. Out at Yas this weekend. I'm really excited. Well, I know. We'll, well, we'll definitely have some fun. And we've had a lot, a lot of fun today. As we mentioned, four guests. Thank you to all of them. And thank you for your time. And we'll catch you on the rub of the green next week. See ya.